Hello, 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 my friends. My name is Travis Lincoln Cox. I'm here to grab things off the top shelf for you and to introduce you to today's episode of the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show, the podcast by improv nerds like us, for improv nerds like you. We are here to talk improv, art, and creativity. In today's episode, we're back with more game tape because, you know, the only thing better than surviving an improv show that, you know, maybe wasn't your best is watching it back with your friends and then talking about it in front of millions of listeners. In this episode, Pish and Natasha and I review our show from July 28th at the Shaky Town Shakedown. We talk about quickly switching from producers to performers, the importance of treating your scene partners like a genius, and we discuss ways to allow more joy into our play. As a reminder, Anatasha is still living her dreams as a performer in the Utah Shakespeare Festival, so she was not in the show. But she is in this show, the show being the podcast. But so, okay, so she didn't play with us live, but she is here. She is here with us on the podcast talking about the show, even though she wasn't in the show. She was, okay, but she is in. You're listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. God damn it, guys. I found the perfect stackable drawers that pull out for my closet, but they're an inch too big for the shelves. Son of a bitch. An inch. Damn it. An inch. What can be done? Nothing. And nothing is like them. An inch is all it takes. God damn. Tell me about it. What are you talking about? Uh, What's this podcast about again? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're jumping in. We're talking game tape. This is about a show on July 28th. Our suggestion was dinosaurs. Shout out, Meg. Thank you. Who wants to start us off? I think that the two of you should... I think the two of you should talk a little bit about how you felt about the show before I ask any questions. Okay, well, I want to set the stage a little bit um, in that Travis and I have been putting a lot of work into the show. Producing it is taking a lot of time and a lot of attention. A lot of mental bandwidth. A lot of mental bandwidth is taken up by doing that. Whereas... Normally in our entire careers, we're able to just kind of show up and perform. We showed up two hours early to the theater, and the majority of that time, we're setting up stuff and we're talking to people, making sure they understood our plans. So when it got to game time, I just I wasn't like I w- I didn't quite feel ready to pull. I I didn't feel like my playfulness was there, and I don't feel like my joy was quite there. I felt too serious about everything. Um. Which I think you can get away with seriousness in production. You know, you don't necessarily have to have joy bubbling underneath your skin to produce a show, but you do to have maybe a successful or as a more successful improv show. I'd agree with that. I might put it a different way. Like for when you're wearing the producer hats, like we have been, a lot of head is involved. A lot of brain is involved. We're making logical decisions. We're trying to think of what's going to look the best, what's going to go the smoothest, what's going to be the best experience for our audience. We're using our brain and our head and we're thinking a lot. But then when you want to get on and you want to do a show, at least at least the way I like to play, I try to turn that part of my brain off or at least turn the volume down on it a lot. And it's tricky to make that transition. I think we're both getting used to it. That's very insightful and very self-aware about your state, I think. 
which in and of itself is great because a lot of people would be like, I just didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. But instead you're like, oh, I didn't feel in flow because my producer hat was on. And so I'm thinking logistics and that can be very stressful when you're the captain of a ship in that way. So that's very self-aware. And that's the first step to recovery. <laughs> ah, wow. yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So I think one thing that we could talk about as a group really quickly is like if there's any economical warm-ups that don't take a lot of time but really put you in your body instead of in your head. So like the you know something that's short so that when you only have two minutes before a show, you can be like with each other and then in your body. I don't, and I don't know what those are for you. Like something that you're like, this is always fun. And I always like it. Honestly, probably some version of like uninterrupted eye contact without. Yeah. Something simple. Even coming up with like three line scene starts as an exercise. It gets me too much into this inventive mode and it becomes just another task that I have to check off. And I feel like I need to get out of the task checking off mode and I need to get into the being present and grounded with this real life person that's standing next to me, you know? Yeah. Almost like a shared meditation where we just look at each other and breathe, I think would be, would have been, cause we had that like a little bit of time where the curtains were closed and we were like getting ready to go on. If we had just like looked at each other and breathed for like, even if it was like 30 seconds, I feel like we would have both been in a much better space. That's something that I always loved about, when Kendra and I were playing as Storm Chaser, but just the two of us, the warm up we would always do was just looking at each other. Like we wouldn't ever do anything else. We just always do like what we did with Jet in rehearsals, which is just like, I'm going to look at you and open my dumb mouth. Mm-hmm. That'll, I, I think that'll drop you in pretty quick. I'd also like to see from you guys like a shared yoga stretch, like a, you know, like a couple's acrobatic. You know what I'm talking about? Like a, tan- like a saying- tantric position, like something. Tan- yeah, yeah, like, 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 a tantric. Yeah, something t- like a tantric stretching, mm-hmm. like shared where you're mm-hmm. touching each other a lot. And yeah, yeah I'd like to see yeah. that. I like that. Don't bring tantra into this, okay? <laughs> We're just trying to make the show better, Andrew. Pish, I'm married now, okay? <laughs> the world of sex is blown wide open. <laughs> I like that I unzipped my jacket when I said that. I was like, sexy Mr. Rogers. Yeah, this is you gotta Venmo us if you you gotta subscribe to our OnlyFans if you wanna see the video of this podcast. Or you could go to our YouTube page. Either way. Pish takes off his shirt in every show. Not this one. Not this one, though. Um, Which I have to say was a disappointment for me. I don't take off my shirt ever. That's not a choice I make, but other people make it for me. I really let everyone down this time. I'm sorry, everyone. That's my number one note. Didn't take Pish's shirt off. Travis told me before the show, he said, I'm going to try not to take your shirt off this show. (laughs) And I said, thank you very much. Do you know what I I really said, Tosh? I was like, it's starting to become like, do you remember when Anatasha was like, going into the audience every show because at first it was scary and so fun that it was like really scary and then you did it and then it was so fun that you kept doing it and then it was like oh you just kept doing it yeah and then eventually i was like i can't go into the audience during the show because it's just become the every show yeah so i feel like undressing pish has kind of reached that stage for me i need to take a break it'll be back but i just need to take a break again the self-awareness is incredible (laughs) Okay, any other uh, any other thoughts? I have a lot of specific thoughts, but we can get to those okay. later. 
I think, you know, the conversation that we had about the language of a show and bringing in a layman who's who's never seen improv like if your friend from work is like hey i'm coming to see your show or somebody just sees your ad and it's like i want to go see some comedy they show up to your show and i think that the dance that you're doing is one way to be like hey what you're about to see is is silly and it's chasing fun so we've taught them something about the show they're seeing but one thing i'd like to talk about is just if there's a way to intro the show even in words that's specific enough that someone could come off the street and be like i know what i'm about to see like improvised shakespeare says and if you're wondering what's about to happen so are we that's the you know they have a little phrase i always say oh that's cool so something like that and then the other thing too is if if there'd be a benefit in having the consistency of of form or I love the fluidity of the form, so I don't know if that's the right word, but that might bring you back, you know, bring you down um, to the the ground when your producer hat's on and you're like, oh my gosh, where are we? There's like the things to rely on. And I don't know, maybe there's not an answer to that, but those were my thoughts about the show. I like that a lot. That's definitely worth putting some, some spending some time thinking about for sure. Yeah. I mean, I know a thing that, we were doing when we were being coached and when we were together more often and able to just have conversations instead of, I feel like a lot of the, the majority of the time that Travis and I are together, are just honestly talking about production stuff and different things about getting stuff done. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I feel like maybe I've been missing a little bit of that, like artistic inspiration. It's like you produce, 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 and then you come out and it's like, the form of the show kind of relies on where you are in life in a lot of ways and what kind of work you've been putting in. And so it's almost like the improv becomes mechanical when the inspiration of my life has been kind of mechanical recently. What if once a week or even once a month, but I think once a week would be more successful, we all text each other like, something that's like sparking us so it could be like a poem or a painting or a video or a ted talk or just like something that you're like i'm really vibing on this and it's inspiring me and perhaps that would connect us in that way that when you get on stage you're like oh we're all vibing on the same thing like of course we're our show's gonna like kind of those things will appear i'm into it that's a great idea if you can't you know if you can't hang out no that's a great idea yep 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 guys and i I think I'm an improv doctor <laughs> and I'm not even referring, I'm not even referring to the, your show. Just, I was thinking about this as a coach and I was like, sometimes I feel like it's just easier for me to see and know on the outside than when it's me. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And maybe that's just true for everyone. But sometimes I'm just like, I think I could be an improv doctor to other people. Well, that's something to it. think about, I guess. Um, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> let's get yeah. Do you, do you think get you a website? Do, let's get you some a, business cards. Yep. If you guys are on an improv team, improv, you need improv MD. You need to be diagnosed, and then do you like do you like diagnose the problem, and then you prescribe them like a treatment? I think I yeah. I think well, I'd like to prescribe preventative treatments. Oh, interesting. So mm -hmm. I have more of an Eastern philosophy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like Travis. If yeah. if she if she's an improv doctor, what are you? Oh no. 
The improv what? I'm the I'm the improv counselor slash cheerleader. Nice. Oh, okay. I like it. So you're the mascot. Sure. Yeah. No, I think you're you're like the improv youth pastor. That's great, actually. That's that's so much better. Improv youth pastor. Yeah, because listen, I think I have good ideas. I think I can help you, but I'm (laughs) I'm not gonna I'm not gonna approach it with any sense of. authority or or leadership i'm gonna just approach it from like i'm just you can do like let's just work on it together it'll be great and then what what about you what about you pish oh man i mean i could really say so many things master reverend guru (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i am an ordained master reverend guru so <laughs> what does that mean in the improv world? No, I uh, uh what would it be? It would be like improv um hippie. Improv hippie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it'd just be like, come on, man. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. It's all about having a good time. Don't harsh the vibe, friends. Exactly. Don't heart don't harsh the vibe and then you get the youth pastor being like you have it all within you and <laughs> you can do it. And then me being like, you're sick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. That's a fun game. Do we want to go over the show specifically a little bit? Yeah. Yes. So I, I have to, I watched the show back like the day after and I was still in a pretty like, I gotta be honest. I left that show being like, we played like hot garbage. And then I watched it and I made, Whitney watch it and it was like oh it wasn't that bad it was a fun show but I I wrote I watched it back sort of still like in that space so I took a ton of notes I just it wasn't that what we did was like bad or wrong but I just saw so many like moves we could have made or so many things I could have done that would have just been more fun and that's really what it's all about right so the first scene I actually the first scene to me was one of the more fun scenes we were like archaeologists we found the space Pish started beating me up and it ended with like throwing me into the pit. Don't throw me into the pit! I thought that was really fun. I wish, I don't know, the way we got out of that going into the thing and like me just, I just got very like in my head being like the theater teacher and like making Pish do it again, just felt all very contrived. It didn't feel organic, didn't feel in flow. Um, And as I watched it back, I'm like, man, there are so many, so many more fun, creative things we could have done. I could have continued the fall and started a new scene in the bottom of the pit, you know, like fell off the stage and kept kept the scream going. Or I could have done that later in the show as a callback. There are just so many like fun moves that we had set up and we just didn't make them. Um, yeah. And you know, it's interesting though, because the onus, it really isn't on you not being in flow because I think 
a lot about improv, which is beautiful about improv, is that your flow is dependent on the people around you. And that's why it's important. And it's lucky that we had mentors that emphasized loving each other and being really open and honest with each other. Because in the show, I know that I was feeling very hesitant. And so, you know, if Travis, if you say, all right, now try that in Irish accent, I can play at my character not liking it, but me, the performer, should be like, oh, yeah, here's this new thing. I can have fun with this. But in that moment, I remember feeling like, oh, I don't want to, I don't like being pimped into doing a different accent. And I was just like, oh, no. And I struggled with it. <laughs> what I want to see, see from you is that exact same scene, word for word, you can, right? But let's see it with like, um, if it was like set in Ireland in the 1920s. You like what I mean? I, no, don't talk back to me. Let's just do it, okay? <laughs> and action. And so little moments of hesitation like that, I feel like could, just can so easily throw you off this like joyful improv, improv flow, you know, that we've experienced many times before. Sure. So I, what I mean, do you... Oh, go, sorry, Travis, go I ahead. just, that goes back to like the improv 101 rule, which is like treat your partner like the genius is. Yes. And it works. It really makes a huge difference if we just jump on the thing. Absolutely. If you're in the middle of a show and you're like, I feel that I'm in my head, I feel clunky or whatever, you know, judgment you're having about the moment. Do you have any tricks or tips or thoughts on flipping that? around and just being and letting that go and being able to like almost take in the next scene anew or the next moment anew. I mean, that's the beauty of improv, right? There's always, there's like a million things you can do as long as you can just like get out of your brain. I mean, one of the things I wrote down is like, we could have just edited out of that scene so quick. But I think, I really think that one of the main keys is like to turn off your judgment and turn up your play. No matter where you find yourself, if you start to enjoy it, the audience will enjoy it with you. And I think we, Pish and I, were both like, what are we, how do we, I don't know what we, and I don't think either of us enjoyed where we landed. I remember specifically uh, a two-person show I had with Jess Euler, and it was a cage match show, and so we were performing at Iowa West, and I just remember, I don't know, the first part of our set felt so forced and we weren't getting almost any laughs. And I was like, I was like, I hate this. I, in my head, I was just like, what we're doing is not working. And I just remember giving up. And then I remember just, we started a new scene and I just started miming that I was building, stacking logs on a fire. And I just kept going back and I kept getting more logs and kept putting it on the fire. And there was something, I think, in my surrendered energy that the audience started to laugh. And I was like, they're laughing at me doing nothing. But there was this moment where I just was like, I let go. Like, I stopped trying to make them laugh. So I feel like, I feel like in those moments where you try too hard, and you see this with young improvisers a lot, they get really, you know, they're trying to force the laughs. And we've seen that a lot, and we've been there a lot. And it's like, you can't do anything right when you're in that space almost. It's like the harder you try, the the worse it gets. Wow, surrender. That's such, that's such a good lesson for me to hear right now. I love that. 
Yeah. It makes me think too of a recent clown rehearsal I went to with Jet. I don't, I haven't done a ton of clowns. So any chance I get to learn a new trick from clown, I love it. And in the rehearsal she talked about with clown, when you try a bit and it doesn't work, you have to like honestly acknowledge that it didn't work. And like you, you just sort of own that, that it was that you crashed and the audience will love you for it, you know? And we did a version of that, honestly, in the show when I just like horribly botched my accents and kept switching back and forth and pitch when you called me out on it, it forced me to like just sit in it for a minute. I even like looked at the audience, and like shook my head and was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You can sleep outside. Wait, hold on. You can sleep outside. There it is. Sleep outside. Is someone Think about what you've done. Is someone else in there? Who was that? <laughs> Let me in! Let me in! I will kill him! You have a sacred lover! I am doing Just tell him about me, baby. I'll rip him apart! Put your shut up, alright? Don't say anything. Oh, come on, I bet I can take him. And he, oh! he, sounds like a little, he sounds like a little guy. No, he, I mean, he is pretty short, but he's feisty, you know what I mean? No, he sounds. It is exactly why I don't cut my fingernails! <laughs> And they, the audience like instantly forgave me for it. And that might've been the biggest laugh of the show, honestly, it was you calling me out. <laughs> it's such a blessing that a mistake, playing with a mistake can give you such like rich gold to chase after. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh God, we got a vein that we can get some oxygen from. How many metaphors can I string together right now? Oxygen, gold, uh, uh, two, it seems like. <laughs> Two's pretty good. Two's the current record. Tosh, how many how many metaphors can you string together? Um, it's like finding a lucky penny or um, one. Okay, well, one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what um, if I told you I just did that to make you look good? Wow. Whoa, you are what? an improv what? doctor. Mm, Whoa. Mm, That's mm, bullshit. Mm, partner, 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 partner. <laughs> What's something you liked about our show, Tosh? Was there anything? Um, nothing. You're both huge babies. I, you weren't even handsome. It was shocking. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's unnecessary. It was hurtful. Um, I thought that you did a great job of utilizing... I know you said missed edits and opportunities and whatever, but I think that you did a good job of utilizing the stage and utilizing edits to spit you into something new. And also of like breaking and contracting space. That's something that's nice. I almost feel like is almost never missing is the coming of together and the moving apart. Yeah. I will say when I went back, I was like cutting together like a highlight reel for like the whole shaky town hour and a half or whatever. And I was like, oh, in little clips, like we made fun stage pictures and we were very physical with mm -hmm. each other and we were, we used mm -hmm. the space a lot. And that's something that I think is a strength of ours and is is nice to remind myself that like, oh, that that's fun. I think one of my favorite edits was we both went out the door together and then instantly came back in it with a different energy. Where are you going? Come with me! All right. <laughs> hey, no! Hey, just, no, let me in! Hey, 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 just stay out there, you hear me? Okay, yeah, that's a fun moment. Like that's that's kind of a fun a fun injection of energy. Yeah, yeah 100%. That's a, a really big strength. And most improv is just like people like standing three feet apart and like 
kind of talking to each other. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it is like a lot of work on your brain. And I think that getting in your body can really help with flow and playfulness and entertaining the audience, truthfully. If an improviser is listening to this and hasn't thought about the stage picture that their body is presenting to the audience, don't just get caught in a talking head scene. There's Just think about how many rich flavors there are of which to play on the stage. Yeah, don't be a freaking baby. Babies can't walk. (laughs) Babies can't walk. They're so freaking dumb. Yeah, they're so move around the stage, you little baby. Sorry, I clearly just I just clearly miss Jet right now because I feel like (laughs) she would she would call us babies in the most loving way ever. Mm -hmm. That would make me know that I wasn't doing my best work, but made me still feel loved yeah. and so i like to call myself I, I like to i'm like when i miss her i'm just like mm, little baby yeah <laughs> yeah you have to learn with anatasha that when she insults you it's actually a lot of love behind it yeah right i mean right? i don't wait right Natasha. Right? i mean i almost never insult jesse kubinay mm. so like i don't know it's because if you're mean to Jesse, I feel like that could potentially like disrupt all of our happiness. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I can't imagine it. <laughs> Andrew, what about you? Do you have any moments that you feel like there's a lesson to be learned or even just like something we did right? Yeah, I had the same reaction post-show. I was just like, it wasn't necessarily, I didn't feel super confident in it. I was like, wasn't our strongest, but... In watching it back, you know, we were patient. I really don't think we were trying too hard, which can be the problem sometimes. I think that patience led us to some scenes on the back half of the show that were had that had high stakes, that had fun scene stage pictures that came together more easily than maybe the clunky beginning did. There's a lesson to be learned in that. We had this kind of like shaky start and then we kind of found our footing and were able to find moments that really work still because we just trusted the process of it. Yeah. As the improv doctor. My prescription for you also just be like, just go do another one. It doesn't matter yeah. that much. If you were like, I didn't film flow, I was like, okay. <laughs> No. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. sometimes that happens. No, exactly. Just go do another show. Yep. Everybody stick uh, around. We're going to do another improv show. We really need it. So it'll be free. <laughs> Just stay where you are. Actually, the doors Nobody are leave. locked. You can't leave. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Zip. Zap. Ah. Well, I don't know how much we need to talk about this show. I feel like, you know, we we got through it. We think Tasha, you're exactly right. It's just it's time to move on to the next one. What uh what what's bringing you joy in your life right now? Pish, does that What is that? <laughs> what's behind your right shoulder? The banjo? No, no, no. Like more on the window. Oh, on the window? This is a yeah. fan. It was a fan. Oh, that's that's boring. That's boring. Does the banjo bring you spark joy or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the banjo sparks joy. It was a gift from my dad a while ago. He, oh, is it four he, or five strings? It's a five-string banjo, which is the most common type of banjo. Correct. My dad plays a four-string banjo. Does he really? And people are always like, wait, what? And it sounds different, and it's like so specific. Wow. Uh, hey, Pish, how about to take us take us home on this podcast? Play You play us a little riff on the old banjo. 
Ow. Oh. Uh, Say yes. Yes. Podcast. Improv podcast. Improv. Yes and podcast. The okay. improv yes and yeah, podcast. Yeah, let me just tune it up real quick. Let's see. No, just play. Ding, ding, Doesn't ding, it have ding, to sound okay. pretty? Ding, 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 ding. Okay, okay. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. All right. Improvise ding, ding, a song ding, ding. for us. My dad's really good, actually. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Look at Pish's sweatshirt. It's so cool. I know. It looks really good in his cool light, too. Yeah, it does. If you're listening to the podcast, you got to go subscribe to our YouTube page so you can see Pish's sweatshirt. This is the reason to get a Patreon. I, I want to hide this amazing video until, until we have a Patreon. Until we because have a Patreon. Like the, oh, people yeah, should pay for this. Nice. That's sounding really but, nice. Between the sweater and the shorts, like this is incredible. This is high quality content. Okay, so <laughs> this one's called <laughs> the Wheatgrass Tango. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nope, that's definitely out of tune. <laughs> Hold on. Are there lyrics? Oh, the wheatgrass in the southern part of Maine. It grows so tall in June. Oh, the wheatgrass grows in the southern part of Maine. It grows so tall in June. Thank you very much. That's been... I don't <laughs> I don't That's know how podcast. to tell you this, Fish, but this is better than any improv we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Words can not describe how much I love those beautiful humans. And listen, I know we say thanks for listening after every episode, but we genuinely mean it. This community of artists that we're a part of is truly one of the most important parts of our lives, and we are glad you're in it. Please connect with us on the socials if you haven't already. We're on Instagram and TikTok at StormChaserImprov. Please connect with us on the socials if you haven't already. We're on Instagram and TikTok at StormChaserImprov. Check out our YouTube page for loads of free content, including full shows and the video version of this podcast. And if you are in LA, Los Angeles, California, please come see us at the Shaky Town Shakedown live every fourth Thursday at the Pack Theater at 9 p.m. Tickets are available on our Instagram page or the description of this episode. Now get out of here. Go chase a storm. Thank you for listening to the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast Show. <laughs>